0: Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. wall, Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the Mark of the Beast, the European Superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So sit back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone the prophecy zone. Prophecy zone. Prophecy zone.
1: And welcome to the Prophecy Zone. You are now in the zone. Uh, we are going to be um, talking about Bible prophecy today and um, the importance of the hour. We uh, are now in Rosh Hashanah, um, which is uh, the Feast of Trumpets, which is a feast of the Lord. Uh, Leviticus 23, it talks about seven feasts. Jesus fulfilled the first four feasts. Passover. Eleven bread, first fruit, and Pentecost. And the last feast that he fulfilled was Pentecost by the Holy Spirit residing in the church when they were in the upper room. There was a gush of wind and fire uh, laid upon each person's head and the Holy Spirit was on the earth to do the work through the church. But in one day and time, All these things will come to fruition. Now, as we look upon the news, it looks intriguing to know that we are at a special time in history. And that special time is the time of Jacob's trouble. It's the time of the rapture of the church. It's the time of the tribulation period. And it's the time of the day of the Lord. Now, the day of the Lord, we must keep in mind, is a thousand-year period. It says in Peter that a day to the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. He is allotted 6,000 years to uh, to the devil. Uh he's allotted 6,000 years to the age of grace. Uh, which was still in the Old Testament, pointing towards the Messiah. And the Messiah will bring on the age of grace. And uh, uh, six days appointed to mankind. And mankind will seem, seem to choose the same direction as the two thief on the cross chose. One chose to ridicule Jesus Christ, and not choose heaven, and choose hell. And the other one says, why do you mock him? He's innocent, not like us. What happened? He chose heaven. He says, Master, can I be in paradise with you? He says, yes. Before this day is out, you'll be in paradise with me. And he chose heaven over hell. And that is the exact thing that happened um on the cross dividing mankind to be a prototype of that transfer that happened on the cross with the two peas. so a thousand day thousand years will be Jesus reigning and ruling on earth and before that thousand years there is going to be the opening of the judgment of mankind. And that time period will be seven years. Some people say, well, how do you know there's seven years? Well, in Daniel chapter nine, verse 27, it talks about weeks. And if you, if you read it carefully, um, weeks means seven, a week means seven years. It is the Jewish version of a decade. And, uh We are now in the verge of the last week of human history. The last moment of time in human history where man will choose to go right or to go left, to go to heaven or to go to hell, to go to Jesus or to do their own thing and entertain Satan. They will receive the same judgment. As Satan will receive. As the false prophet and the Antichrist will receive. They will all be thrown into the book of fire. And to me, folks, that is not something I would like to see happen to my worst enemy. So therefore, I am here today to let you know that time is running out. Regardless if it happens three years from here, or it happens 24 hours from here. Time is running out. We must choose thee this day who we're going to serve. At first, it would be choose this day who you're going to serve as for me and my house. I will serve the Lord. But the time is running out when you can make a decision for your house. All the things that have been done will be done. Have been done. All the things will continue to be done, will continue to be done. Meaning, if you can't convince your family by now, it's like the 10 versions. Go get your own oil. And when they got went to go get their own oil, what happened to the 10 wise versions? They went in. It says, Noah, in the days of Noah, they know not until Noah went in and shut the door. We are sitting on Rosh Hashanah, 2012. Now, am I saying in 2012, Rosh Hashanah is going to be the rapture of the church? Well, I'm torn between the heart of conviction and the heart of reality. And, yeah, we are realists sometimes. Now, people will go out and they'll believe UFO sightings, but they won't believe that the king of the universe can come back and get his own people. People go out and they look and search for Bigfoot, but Jesus happens to be not on their radar because it's not realistic, even though history did not say Jesus was a liar, and it did not say that Jesus did not exist, and they never try to say, well, he didn't, well, sometimes people do, he didn't create miracles. If he walked on water, what does that tell you? Just that one thing by itself. He healed the blind. He the lepers, healed heal the deaf, healed the lady that was bent over and she had um, problems with her spinal cord. He healed that lady. Now, I don't hear a roar of unity that Jesus Christ was a liar. Now, in the tribulation period, that's going to come up, probably, my guesstimation, my speculation. But see the day of the Lord. Getting back to the day of the Lord, <laughs> the day of the Lord is a thousand years. The Bible says that the day of the Lord shall begin. Listen to me. Shall begin as a thief in the night. The thief in the night is is based off a Jewish custom. When 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 the 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 the, the sun uh has a has a potential wife, the father of the son pays the wife's father a dowry or a down payment. He says, My son will be back to get your daughter in a year or two years. Or whatever. So forth and so on. He goes back the son goes back to the house, start hammering and nailing and banging and Fixing, and and his mom might help him out his, his his brothers might help him out his his uncles might help him out and what happens what happens is he goes on a certain night and he takes goes goes into the goes into her father's house She's getting ready because she knows exactly. She knows someone what time he's coming. He goes into the house, snatches her out, and and before that, there's trumpet sounds. There's there 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 there's a festival going on, and they're they're, they're letting her know that w- the the procession is coming down the street. Get ready. So, he goes into the house as a thief, grabs her out, and he puts her on this hooper. And they ride down, ride down to his father's house, go into the chambers, shut the door, and then they're in there for seven days. So when the Bible says a day, the the, the day of the Lord should come as a thief in the night, that is pertaining to the the bridegroom coming to snatch out the bride from her father's house. Now, Jesus said, in my Father's house, there are many mansions, if it was not so. I'll go to prepare a place for you, and if I will go to prepare a for, place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. Or there I am, you will be with me also. And always, of course. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not reading out the Bible. I'm just doing it by memory. But there's going to come a time when Jesus comes against his church. And as he comes against his church, Um, but it's going to catch the whole world off, wondering and lollygagging and drinking and eating and giving in marriage and and watching football and doing all these things, and and they're not going to know until until the church is gone. What happened? And see, that's the importance of being ready. But if you don't know if, there's a, if you're a football team, you don't know there's a football team, you're not going to be ready. If you're a student and you don't know there's a test, you're not going to be ready. You're just not going to be ready. It's almost impossible. That's why he says he's only, he's coming back for those who are looking for him a second time, only looking for him. He's not coming back to, for those who, who sort to go to church. Now, if you're on fire for God and you're not really looking, then you have the attitude that you need. But, the, but most of us need to know that Christ is coming back, and I think a lot of people are going to be shocked because they were living a life destined for um, glory, and then they got taken out, and they got raptured because Jesus. they say that he's going to give people a special reward to those who are watching. So that tells you that there's going to be some that's not watching. And that there's nothing that's not watching, then they're going to be having the attitude that Christ uh, is their savior. They love the Lord. Uh, they're doing the work of the Lord, and they have a zeal for the Lord. And and it's by the Spirit. And they they are motivated. They're 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 ready. They're 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 charged up. They're, they're um uh. Revelations chapter three, the church of uh they're not the church of Philadelphia. I mean they're not the church of Laodicea. They're hot. They're hot, they're zealous. But they might not be looking for Christ exactly, but they have the atmosphere they had the attitude that Christ is coming. Now stay with me because there are the people who believe that Christ is coming and they're looking for Christ is coming. And they have the attitude that Christ is coming and they love the Lord and they charge charged up. They're hot instead of cold. They get up in the morning. And you know, some people always wake up. A lot of people wake up at 3 o'clock on the dot. Uh, I did that this morning, matter of fact. And Jesus wakes people up at midnight and says, I want to talk to you. Um, it, throughout the day, you have an atmosphere of prayer. When when something comes around, you're praying. When something when, when 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 you're there and you're in your coffee room and you see a fellow employee, you start talking to them because you get to the prompt them with the Holy Spirit. A lot of times, we start talking about football, or we start talking about the weather, or we start talking about new tires on my car, and all of a sudden, you're inviting somebody at the church, or you tell them about Jesus Christ soon returning, or you tell them about how glorious heaven's going to be. Or to ask them, why you saved? If you were to die tonight, what would happen? God sets those things up. That's, that's ordained before the foundation of the world. God's perfect, perfect knowledge. He's omnipotent. He has perfect knowledge. Therefore, he knows everything. I uh, am blessed to be born at a time such as this. The day of the Lord shall come as a thief. Make sure you're watching. Don't let the Bible says in, in Luke twenty one, don't let don't let that day come upon you unawares. It says testimonies, don't let that day take you as a thief. Why would it take somebody as a thief? Because if you say, Okay, I thought there was a test if you were a student and you say, I thought there was a test today. And, and, but I don't think it's until next week. And then you go to class and find out the test was today and you flunk it because you're not ready. Now, there are some people say, well, I'll, I'll take, I'll study for the test anyway. And if it's, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You get to, you get to class and you're actually right and you do okay. Well, that's the type of person who is not watching, but they have the atmosphere and the attitude that, hey, uh, I can die at any moment. Uh, the, what, what did the Lord do for me on the cross? Let me let me do something. Let me do something for Him because I love Him. Not because you're working to get to heaven, because you already in heaven, and you have the fruits. Okay, but the timeline that we're living in is revolutionary. Matter of fact, there's a program coming tonight called Revolution, uh, <coughs> folks. I mean it, 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 it look, Netanyahu talking about uh uh Iran is gonna have a nuclear capability by next spring. For us who are um people who believe in fall feast and we believe in uh feast of trumpets, that's 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 if you think about it, he's giving you the answer. Of course he went on um all the all the morning Sunday morning shows, uh at least one of them that I know of, and he's he's making a pitch to the Americans, to the American people, that um, I'm we eventually we're going to have to hit Iran. Now, take a look at what's going on. Now. You got massive military buildup. he said the U.S. allies in Gulf naval exercise as Israel, Iran face off. Now, I didn't hear about this Gulf. I thought the golf exercise. <clears throat> listen, listen to me carefully, folks unless some of y'all might know. If y'all know something leave a comment down below. But um the funny thing is, right, is I heard that the the the, the, the I heard that the military um drills or whatever you call them military um uh, exercises were gonna be in October. This is what I do when I get excited, I kinda of get tongue tied. I thought I thought the military exercise was going to be in October. When did they ever end up being a Rosh Hashanah? Just think about that. So now they got a military buildup in and, 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 and the military is new is being mobilized greatly. And a martyr a martyr of, of 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 armory. That even, it might be even comparable to Armageddon. And I could talk about some phony Armageddon um, scenarios that that a lot of Bible prophecy buffs thought might be happening before Jesus Christ comes back for his church. And after Jesus Christ comes back, uh, the Antichrist comes out of nowhere and solves a peace deal and they say peace and safety. And the phony Armageddon is 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 among us, so what I am saying is that why do you need armory unless you got something you wanna do now my vision is this: i think i've i've heard that let me see i i'm gonna read it um that this uh this military exercise lasts for twelve days, I think. And if it goes live, now you know most drills sometimes go live like nine eleven, that drill went live. Seven 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 in London that drill that drill went live. Sometimes you have drills that don't go live. Now they're running drill exercises. Uh, if you if you watch Batman, it'll give you a little clue. And they talk about, well, how are we gonna get these police out of this, uh down here. What, what, what lie what are we gonna use? He said, we'll just run a drill. Just say it's a drill. And that's exactly what they're saying. They said, it's, it's a drill. All of a sudden out of nowhere. It's as if they kept a secret. Now, I didn't hear any I didn't hear anybody on Facebook talking about it. I heard I, I heard October. I didn't I didn't hear Rosh Hashanah. And some cat was on um some guy was on Alex Jones, and uh, they said uh, it's, it's old dude. He's like, "Yeah, I, I told you Netanyahu might try to pull this thing off during a holiday Jewish feast." And um, any any this thing can pop off at any day, you know, any any hour now. And uh, the Bible talks about at the last trump now. Rosh Hashanah has a series of trumpet blows because, of course, it's called the Feast of Trumpet. And it's a hundred blast, or hundred trumpet blast. And if this is the case, we could be looking at the last trump sometime on Tuesday, four o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, i sorry, four o'clock Pacific Standard Time, seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Oh, uh, it could fluctuate. I I'm not hundred percent sure if that's how how the times are. But um that's what I am thinking right now. Um, so this military exercise is going to uh end I think in twelve days. And that should put us sometime in October when it when it ends. Now I'm gonna make a point here. Um We got to remember that they still have Hamas in Syria to take out. And I believe this is what this joint exercise is is going to be. Maybe Israel might do it by themselves. But the United States and its allies have launched a major naval exercise in the Gulf that they say shows shows a global will to keep oil um, shipping lanes open as Iran and um Israel's trade threats of war of course there's rumors of war um so yeah it and it, it, it's a military- it's a money thing we know you follow the money <clears throat> um and we know that that china and japan is 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 building up in in their military um and we know that japan's um uh ambassador I think it was Japan's ambassador that got killed um just recently, so for some reason, we get we got we got a lot of blockout of some of these things that are happening, and we know that the Word of God says that there should be wars and rumors of wars and then those wars and rumors of wars been going on for a little bit of time, but they're increasing greatly. so I've seen it just on the last week. now, the only thing I'm not seeing is Indian and Pakistan. Uh, and I don't. We might. That might be some conflict in the, in, the, in a lot of part of the jubilation period, maybe. But um, you know, we 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 are on the pessimist of things happening, and we we don't know for sure when, if it's going to happen this year. I believe it's going to happen any any minute now. That's that's just my call. Now I can be wrong. It's all outdoors. And we could be all wrong, but I, I, I'm I'm certain. I'm somewhat thinking we're not. And the reason why is the Bible says that God will not do anything unless He warns His preachers and teachers or prophets. The Bible actually illustrates prophets, but He's not going to do anything unless He warns His His people first. Um. So, if if that is the case, that we got we got millions of Christians watching now. Of course, we have millions and millions and millions of, of of sleep, and we got some churches that don't talk about Bible prophecy. And you ask the question, why they don't talk about Bible prophecy? Because they just think they're gonna offend somebody. And see, salvation is gonna come with many offenses. Um, being being set being being able to escape the tribulation period. It's not an understatement, folks. It's an upper statement. It, it's something. It's something that you want to do. You don't want to come. You don't want to be down here during the tribulation period. I mean, it, it's nothing down here. You're gonna be down here trying to chase chase the wind, chase an empty carrot, and that's a, that's about basically about it. You're not going to, uh, you're not going to win the six, seven digit, eight digit lottery, or five digit, whatever it is. You're not going to win the six digit lottery. You're not going to do any careers because you ain't gonna be able to get no student loans anyway. I hate to be gloom and doom,er, but you ain't gonna avoid catching cancer because they're gonna really start spreading cancer, and then on top of that, they're gonna start spreading viruses and diseases. And there's going to be famine because there's going to be poisoning the food supply. And then they're going to have you have to come up to a concentration camp to get your food. But see, I should have listened to those stupid Christians, and, and then I wouldn't be here. But the, 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 the chances of you actually uh, listening to uh, these stupid Christians is probably a lot more slimmer than you think. Because first you have to get by your bias, then you have to get by your your tradition, your family traditions, your church traditions, then you have to get by how crazy Christians sound and saying that the church is gonna be taken out and everybody's gonna be vanished. But look at yourself in the mirror, you're a miracle by itself. Look at the look at the DNA, look at your DNA makeup, look at your brain, look at your look at your heart. You're an amazing specimen. And you think God can't make us vanish? He created us so he can make us vanish. But no, I do believe in UFOs and I do believe we've been visited by ghosts and, and, and we got we got the dead coming back and they're talking to me. Mom, they're talking to me and the whole family is engulfed in and, and witchcraft and no don't even know it. Well, see, I believe in ghosts, but I don't. And I and I say I'm, a, but I'm. Oh, I go to church with my family, and I say I'm a Christian, and then I get around my high school, all the high school kids, and I'm saying I'm a Christian, but I really ain't because I'm too busy believing in ghosts. And I won't pick up the Bible, but I sit there and listen to, you know, go on the websites and listen to stupid people on um YouTube, uh and talking about how, what ghosts they seen. And then I wonder why I'm miserable. I wonder why you're miserable, too. If you just come to your dad, I can tell you. Of course, y'all know I'm, I mean, talking about my own family. I mean, it's some crazy, it's it's some crazy stuff, folks. It's some crazy stuff, it's some crazy stuff going on right now. You got, you got kids. You got kids engulfed in, in witchcraft watching Twilight and Harry Potter and all of these shows, and then we don't see how God is going to send them a strong illusion. They don't even need a strong illusion. 9-11 wasn't a real strong illusion. If you just stuck with the program on ABC, you would saw Tower 7 come down, and you would have asked, why is Tower 7 coming down? Um, uh, so you ask yourself a question. Why is tower seven coming down? Why is tower seven coming down? Why, why does why didn't nothing hit it? I'm sorry, folks. I was reading something at the same time. I can't chew gum and walk at the same time. I was reading something uh, online. Um, I want to just say a couple of things um, about Facebook. Uh, Facebook has some genuine um, people on there trying to raise money for their church uh, for their ministry in the Middle East. Um, be be kind of careful with that, um, but pray about it because I, I sent some money to this individual person, and he's legit. And some, you know, I let the Holy Spirit say if I feel a knot in my stomach, uh, then I'll I'll do it. If I don't, I mean, I won't do it. But if I don't feel I feel peace, I'll do it sometimes. And um, I, I notice about the foreigners is they they really really they don't want to build a French. I mean, they they want to build a friendship, but sometimes they they got a perspective that we we all rich in America. They don't know that we're living play to paycheck to paycheck. Um I sometimes get like um ministers like I ain't gonna mention no names, but I listen to some people's radio programs. I mentioned one. Uh, uh Rick Wiles and uh and, and Steve Steve uh Quayle. I like those two guys. But I think they get too much involved in and in, in trying to um figure out how somebody's going to send them money. And if they don't send them money, then, you know, it's, it's. It, I mean, they get just like TV enters, TV enters, they they start looking for people to send them money and stuff. And if you listen to like, for me, I listen to a lot of ministries. So if I'm listening to 10 ministries, I'm not going to be able to send 10 ministries, anything. And, when you get to a point where you're saying, "Well, you you're not sending any money. How's God? You know, we, we you listening to us? You have to. Send. We don't have to send nothing. Not only do we have our own church to su- support, in any ministry we want to support. And I understand where they're coming from, and I'll explain that in a minute. But you got to be able to understand. Some of these cats got to understand that you're going to stand in front of God to give an account. The so if if I'm sending cause I sent money to Rick Wiles a while back when I was overseas. I mean, I'm not gonna sit up here and send money every day. I got five kids. Why would I do that for? I can send you five dollars, but some of these ministries, oh, that's not enough. Yeah, it is. I can't afford. If I listen to, if I listen to the J. Vernon McGee, uh, Back to the Bible, Alex Jones, uh, uh, Rick Wiles, Steve Quell. Uh, Southwest Radio Church. If I listen to like twenty because I listen to a lot of things because I want to stay abreast on what's happening. I can't afford to send you money every five minutes. So when people, when you listening to these guys and they are making you feel like crap because you're not sending no money, I don't. I've I, I got so numb I don't even think about it no more. You guys don't have to send me no money. I'm paying for my own ministry. I pay for it. I mean, I could ask for money. I got five kids, so I got I got two kids, toddlers during the day, so I don't I don't come to a point where my show is like worldwide. It could be, but had we had our kids earlier, you know, me and my wife knew each other for a long time. We got together early. We had our kids. We'd have been out the house by now and graduated. We got two toddlers plus older kids. So, you know, my yeah, my ministry could have been bigger, but well, I don't really give a darn. I got enough people listening to me, you know? I mean, I ain't trying to be famous. I got my nice little YouTube banner, and people probably say, well, you're getting out, put yourself in the spotlight. I say, man, look, I like it because it's sharp. That's about it. You know, don't, don't knock it till you try it. You know, everybody always trying to, you know, tell you, you know, who to give to, and if you're not giving to, and then they come turn around, some people turn around and say, well, you're not giving to your lo- local church, shame on you. If I give to my local church, and then I give to somebody else, and then I give back to my local church, and then four or five months straight, I'll get to another ministry online. But I can't afford to give money to everybody. I'd be broke. I mean, it's mostly whoever I listen to. You know, yeah, and, and, and sometimes they right. we should rotate around. I mean, if you if that if you feel the Lord leading you, but that's your business. If you want to just listen to everybody, you shouldn't be on the internet. I got to get out of my car and drive back. We put it in reverse and drive for a long time. We used to have to drive for miles, but now we only to drive a little bit. But and go to my church and park my car in the parking lot and go in the building. When you're online, hey, it ain't costing me no money to do none of that. Now, I, I, I'm, I, like some of these ministries, what happens is yeah, they 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 are out there and they do need support, and I, I say support them. But they need to understand that you can't support everybody. And getting back to the foreigners, the foreigners think that everybody over here living, we're not smart. We ain't following the Bible, so we ain't smart enough to save no money. And, and they come over here thinking, you know, they on the line. They say, can you, somebody just asked me, did I have a PayPal account? I'm like, look, look dude, I ain't going to be able to send something to everybody. It just ain't going to work out that way. You know, if God, if I felt led to send that individual ministry some money, yeah, I'll send them some money. But see, these, these guys, they get, they, they, they start to, they like to say, okay, well, when can you send it? I just told you I was sending it in October. I had you on the list for October. But when can you send it? We need it now. There's there's kids. They're starving it down. I say, look, dude, I don't have no money. Well, I'm going to go rob a bank. Now, what I could do is sell off some of my material stuff and, and send them some money. You know, and I might even look at that. And I might even look at sending Rick Wild some money. But the point is that you're gonna to have to have a vision that hey can't everybody send you no money? Are we Americans, Americans living from paycheck to paycheck, and you might be the only thing that can get you know make them brighten up their day. Now, if we can, like I said, if you can give to ministries, yeah, write down your ministry list who you're gonna to give to the next year. The Lord wills time tariffs, which I don't think it is sin. Don't sit up there fussing about well, nobody's giving you, you no know, money, and then you don't have no idea Christ is going to take back His church. Well, I mean, what, what sense of gravity do you have? Oh, well, let me go send to ten ministries, and so I can be broke and my kids can be hungry. And then I'll go watch TBN so they can suck the rest of my money out of my system. You that stupid to get a four or five unless you're giving ten dollars each. If you if you if you if you gotta give like ten dollars to each ministry go for it. That that I mean that helps out. Well I gave ten dollars to your ministry. Oh okay that's good, but can you send more? No I can't send more. Okay, enough of that soapbox. It just is like the time is too short some of these post-tribbers and mid trippers have no idea of what the sense of sense of timing is. You might not even be here to spend the rest of that money I'm sending you in the first place. Say, some people might say, well, you're getting flushed. No, I'm not getting flushed. Get your head out your butt. I'll send you some money. There's probably enough people sending you money. When does it stop? Probably richer than I am. I I got one person send me fifty dollars in the whole time I've been doing. I have I don't ask for anything. I don't care. I spend my own money. I just need blog talk and YouTube. YouTube's free. YouTube's free. You got uh, you got you got Ultimate two You got Ultimate Two, You got God Tube. If you're ministry. Um, if you wanna go and do um you know short wave, that's fine, but yeah, you're gonna have to raise the money, and it is God's work, i think so if you do if you if you if you're asking for people for money, be a little easy on people. I mean we got people cut, laid off and and not working. And you want to sit up there and tell us, oh, uh, yeah? Some people won't spend no much, send no
2: money over here. Uh, I said I don't care. I'm serious? For real? Is that what it
1: takes to listen to you? You're online. Why don't you just make it private? You can cut everybody out. Give everybody a, a pass, pass, uh, um, a password and a username, and in that way we won't have to send you through the pain of telling us how scum of the earth we are because we won't send you any money. And I ain't talking about TVN. I'm talking about some of these guys, these cats that think they're, they're God's messengers. And I like the guys. <laughs> I mean, I like my, it's like trying to correct your brother. You might like your brother, but you correct your brother. Some people probably think you don't like him because you're fussing up in his face saying, put down those drugs. Well it's the same thing. I mean I like I like Steve Quill and them, but every time they turn around every time they turn around they're fussing about nobody sending on no money. I mean then they they and then if they so much got if they so many so much of a so close to God why they can't tell us there's a pre trip, post trip or mid trip. I'm talking I'm stepping on the pre trip's foot. I mean if we so close to God, why we can't tell this and we can't tell that? <clears throat> Then you got these brothers, man, on Block Talk, and some of these brothers up in the, <clears throat> When you say you don't even know you get, getting on. You, I mean, I, 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 I kind of like don't really say too much. And you can just you just sneeze the wrong way, and, and they, they ticked off at you for no apparent reason. I mean, for real? <clears throat> I mean, we living at the last seconds of time, and people's worried. People worried about sending money to somebody I see People worried about one thing you say, or you said bye to me the wrong time, or you didn't say, you didn't do this or that. I mean, come on, man, for real. Then you go on Facebook and get cussed out because you're pre trigger. I'll always be a preacher. You're never gonna. Well, you're not gonna sit and listen to me and tell me, so I can tell you why you should not be a preacher. No, I'm not gonna let you take my hope from me. I have a purifying hope. Ain't you no know, purifying hope. So I have to go through running from the Antichrist still, time and still trying to keep my hormones in check. I ain't gonna have no money to spend, so I don't have to worry about being covetous. You just scared that out of me. You got to worry about sex because you're too much busy running from the Antichrist. You don't have to worry about no porn because you ain't gonna have no internet. You have to worry about eat overeating because you ain't got nothing to eat. So maybe they got a point to not being having a, a pre-trip rapture. I think people are foolish when they say they're in the pre rapture. I mean, I read that thing, I read the Bible a couple of times, and, and I don't see how you can get that there is no preacher Russia. I, I I don't have any, I, I have no idea how you get that. And like I said, I'm sorry I had to just come off, but we, the lateness of the hour, some of these people fussing at us because they thinking we have to go through the whole tribulation period. Therefore, I need an emergency fund. You don't need no emergency fund. You need to be getting your family out of here. Same here. Right, the individual got a family that's born again. So who am I to talk to him? When you get hard headed kids, you get a hard headed family, and, and and everybody's full of pride, and they hang around their friends, and they think that their friends, you know, are the gods. It is God? My friend said this. My friend said that. I said, look, man, your friends don't know nothing. They, they are, they're they 15, 16, 17 years old. They don't know anything. What do they know? They, they they walk in the kitchen and say, Mom, there's nothing to eat. Well, you need to be, when you get something to eat, you need to be thankful for what you got. Quit waiting until Thanksgiving talking about I'm thankful. The Bible says in Ezekiel 16 that they had fullness of stomach. Fullness of stomach, pride did not did not give to the hungry. They knew that they're hungry people in the world. They didn't care about them. We all get like that at one time or another. I'm talking about just just the life blood, the movement. We got kids that want to do the wrong thing, and then. And then all of a sudden, it's the parents' fault. Well, you didn't raise them wrong enough. I say these. Are, I say, look. I get. I, mean, I ain't gonna go too deep into it, but I'm telling y'all, kids lie just to be lying for no apparent reason. And yeah, it's, it's, it's part. It can be our fault. I'll take the shot. Just, just silly little bitty lies. Oh, I'm going to be in church. Oh, I'm going over here to get some water. Okay, go ahead and get some water, Ralphie. He runs over to get the water, and then I say, I'm going to go over here and check and see what this boy got. And he got coffee. I mean, and y'all probably say, well, that's a little minor issue. No, that's not a little minor issue. That's a big little issue. You get a son who says, oh, I'm working. I I I got a job. So, you know, he starts working, and then something in me I always tells me, because this my stepson, it's not my real son, something's telling me, yeah, that cat ain't going to work. And then all of a sudden, I come home, and his mom's mad, and, well, he hasn't been going to work. Yeah, I say, yeah, of course. Natural born liars. You say, well, your start is not strong enough, and you're, you're you know, I should have, yeah, I should have jacked my family up a long time ago. But see, you need both the husband and the wife, especially when the husband's coming in from a marriage outside and coming into a marriage uh, with three kids, three big, bigger kids already. A lot of their trend is already set. And if you're not strong enough, and I'm stepping on my own toes now, if you're not strong enough in the Lord and you ain't shining enough light and you you don't have enough thought, yeah, that's going to happen. I don't sit around here beating up my wife. I don't even say too much to my wife. I just love her, love on her. And, and you know, I ain't the angel. But I can tell you right now, I'm not a poor example. Kids going to lie. They're going to lie. They go to school around these friends. I mean, my kid, man, he, he, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I feel like I'm talking to my friend now. I said, my kid's um, out there. I'm, I'm just saying, he go to school and he's out there. I mean, just go to school, just in the neighborhood, just just knock, 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 your son did this, knock, 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 your son did And then I'm a Christian, and I'm thinking, dude, I mean, is this, is, are they my offspring? You know, I, I mean, technically, yeah, they are my offspring, you know, they're not my biological kids. Yeah, they're my offspring. And why am I talking about my kids so much and my family? Because they're going to get left behind. And says, you didn't grab your kids by the God? Yeah, I'm going to have to stand in front of the God and give an account. Am I making up any excuses for myself? No. But I am saying that they make their own decisions. Yeah, us common Ellen people was hoping that common Ellen would fly in the middle of the sky and we would be able to say, see, there's common and get saved, and everybody get on their knees and get saved. This, this generation is so degenerate that they need to see a sign. But the only sign that they got is 2,000 years ago when Jesus was in the ground. He was buried. he was on the cross, death, burial, and resurrection. That's the only sign they got, just like he told them. The only sign you're going to get is, is is Jonah in the well. Just like Jonah was in the well for three days, the Son of Man will be in the belly of the earth for three days. The only sign that these kids getting is to have faith. You can throw eggs at me if you want. I'm telling you, if you don't adopt that faith, if you adopt a phony, fake fake faith, and, and then even the lukewarm Christians around you saying, oh, he's, she's okay. Why? Because she mentioned Jesus? I'm okay, too, because what? You mentioned Jesus, but you go on and do what everybody else is doing? You're gonna have you, you, you need to live for Jesus daily and, 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 and the Holy Spirit must live inside of you and, and yeah, you need to obey Christ and He needs to be your Lord and Savior. That's why it says in Matthew seven seven, it says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things that I say do? Because oh it's flipped Everything's flipped oh, uh, as long as the, there's not a giant meteor in the sky and there's rocks coming down following them, yeah, it's dangerous to go follow that common element and, and try to prove to your family it's coming and then it don't come. That's why I pulled out of it, common element. Like I tell everybody, this right here ain't no common element. This is the truth. Eventually it's going to come. If it's not today or tomorrow, it's eventually going to come. Just like you have birth birth pains, the woman has birth pains when the when it, when 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 her uh when when the water breaks and the contractions are too close, she has to have the baby. She can't go home for another year. She can't go home for another couple of weeks. It ain't gonna work that way. The, my wife said that she had her son. Well, we had her when she had her, Ralphie. She said she had to go home for about 24 hours and they had to bring her right back. It ain't that much time. Netanyahu, Netanyahu talking about I'm gonna, you know, we can't we can't wait until and we, seriously they're gonna have a neutron bomb before the spring of next year. Well, that means the fall feast must be fulfilled. You have to do it on the fall feast. It has to happen on fall feast. It's not gonna keep going, folks. This thing is not gonna keep going. Eventually, the chicken's gonna come home to roost. Either through stealth. Or through reality, either through the globalists, or is this going to happen because Israel is totally ticked off? Now, how are you going to run drills out of nowhere? I don't. I never heard these drills, and they say that the military is amassing, amassing, and, and there's a picture of thousands, uh, look like thousands of ships, not just a few. It's thousands of ships, thousand, thousands of ships, and we're still sitting on the, on on Rosh Hashanah, and the troop movement, the troop movement, the troops are moving. The troops are masking. The troops are bringing uh, weaponry to the front line. The troops are bringing weapons to the front line, folks. I'm going to take a break. Uh,
3: 30, 1991, President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the perfect storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine, and the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence? Or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcternan.name.
1: All right, I'm back. Uh, I'm going to play a song right quick, and I'll be right back.
4: This old house I'm living in, it's needing repair. windows and the shutters are letting in that cold cold air keep saying to myself <laughs> I'm gonna fix them when I can get the time but all I Get excited About this world And all it can Give You know I wouldn't care less If I could Buy it all With one solitary dime. What good
1: are important times that we're living in. Uh, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I like to say that I'm so excited that, uh, that I am counting the moments. Not that my life is miserable. <laughs> not that my life is, not that me and my wife is falling behind in bills and, and we got so many bills up to the sky that we want to get out of here. Um, I don't. I don't have any problems with that. We everything's caught up. Everything's good to go. Um, you know, I kind of consider myself spoiled, so I mean, I have my Apple computer. Um, we we don't. We have all the things we need. I mean, what kind of person would if you walk up to me and say, "Here's a free house"? Well, I probably say right about now, take the money and give it to somebody else. But you know. Me and my wife we get to a point where the kids are out the house, yeah, I'll take a new house you know we 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 manage our money properly yeah i'll i'll yeah you know, i'll I'll go and you know do things, but it it'll never be without the lord anymore it won't be it won't be without the Lord um, uh i um I'm just uh concerned about my family you know i'm 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 concerned about my friends i'm concerned about uh people having to make that decision uh, to uh to have to make that decision because the world has uh, uh infiltrated christianity and neutralized it um, and the world has, um, pacified Christians, um, giving them what they want to hear and selling it in a package deal where it is suitable for the itch and ear. And see the itch and ear person is going to send you tithing and they're going to send you uh money because they want your, you to continue to itch their ear. And um uh like I don't I don't spend my time trying to tell you who it is that's itching the ear and I'm a and, you know I can have Susan Puzio come on here and and me and her can discuss uh that but I'm just telling you you know it. You know That sometimes we like to get people who want to tell us what we want to hear. And if you're going to succeed in any endeavor, especially sports, you need to have some people on your side that's going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And we're living in a society right now where uh, the truth is not tolerated. They don't want to. They don't want to hear that you need to live and, and give your life totally to Christ. They don't want to hear uh, submission. They don't want to hear uh, obedience. I have to be obedient to who? Especially in the women's lib movement, I don't have to be obedient to nobody, sister. You tell them, girl, you don't have to be obedient to nobody. You just be obedient to your. I mean, when the women's lib movement is doing that. You know, and he already had the movement of men. You know, do do as you please in the '60s, and if it feel good, do it. You know, and and the African American power men, and all these things that uh, we see as um, you know that's comfortable. Um, you know, that's what that's what happens now. Now let me go back to Steve Quill and those guys. I love those guys. Don't get me wrong. I like Steve Quill and I like um matter of fact, um, Rick Wiles was on my show. I never got around to getting Steve Quill. I like to get the Hagmans on. They're they're great guys, great bunch of guys. But the, they realize that they you know, you do need to support these these ministries. That's not what I'm talking about. What I was saying is that some of these people and I would kinda of went off on them, I apologize, but some of these people they don't understand that first of all we in an economic position in, a, in you know the country's in an economic problem not everybody got money or have money and then you got to realize also if if if, if I, my one of my hobbies is to listen to different ministries <clears throat> and i'm not going to be able to send somebody money you know all the 10 ministries i listen to or you know how many i listen to you know I, I of course i read my bible a lot more just as much but um and I need to read it more, but a lot of times, uh, if I go on one 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 place on one one, I think it's called One Place, oneplace. com, and they have ministries there. And then I go some, you know, somewhere else, and then you know I go here and there. You know, I don't have the money to send to everybody. I mean, you have to be literal making seven thousand dollars a month to do all of that. So. Um, uh, to make somebody feel bad, you know, that was my, that was my gripe but to make people feel bad. I mean, I noticed that a lot of pre-tribbers, pre-trib rapture, uh, believers, they say like hell Lindsay will say, well, send to my ministry. If you can please help out, you know, and you know, Jesus is coming pretty soon. So help out. Matter of fact, if Christ does not come back, he'll be next on my list. Wow. and I like Hell Lindsay. And there's a few other ministries that I'm looking at sending money to, and I'm not always gonna have to I'm not always always going send money to the church that I'm going to like out of six months of the year I'll probably give to the, my church that I'm going to, and out of six months uh the rest of the six months I will give to different ministries and if and keep in mind there's only six that I can give to, and then there's offering so where am I going to get my offering? I'm not bragging to nobody. I'm just telling y'all this is hard times. We're living in a time where where people are getting laid off and things like that. I mean, you're not going to be able to send to 10 ministries. So enough enough of that being said, um, I'm going to uh, just uh, say this, is that watch Syria in the next 24 hours. Uh, Watch uh, Damascus. Uh, let's pray for the people in Damascus. They flood out of there. Get out of there. Uh, do you believe that this thing is going to take place? Yeah. Now I believe that uh, sometime in the near future, after this, uh, it could be the same twenty-four hour period. It could be. It could be all and in looped into one war. But um, uh, if if that is the case, then. Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine could be after Psalms eighty-three, and um, with a a middle event Isaiah seventeen, and and could this could this whole war happen within twenty-four hours? We don't know. Or could Isaiah seventeen? Well, I mean, could um, Psalms eighty-three, Isaiah seventeen happen? Then you have a two-week pause, and then. And then Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine, and the reason why I'm saying that is because they have to have some time to take down their walls and gates, or at least give the give the give Israel a comfortable sense that we're comfortable. But I, what I don't understand, if they had a sense that they're comfortable, then I don't see how Iran's still there if they if they have a sense that they're living uh, as. Safely in that rest, but now you notice in Ezekiel 38 and 39, the word peace never shows up. And people say, "Well, that's that's after, that's before the, that's the tribulation period." No, it's not. The word peace is nowhere in sight. The word rest is. We're safely and at rest in Ezekiel 38 and 39 So that means that somebody's comfortable from what from their past performances. Now, remember, in the last couple of years since since nineteen sixty-seven, Israel has not really whooped anybody yet. So that's not. So they have not. Have not now you've got to remember, uh, uh, Israel has one of the nicest militaries uh, in in the world. And what I mean by my mind nice is their their strategy far uh, outnumbers all. And as a matter of fact, we even get some of our practices of how to do airport security from them. Uh, and their, their military is pretty darn smart. With the grace of God. Because remember, in the 1967 war, when all these people came in, even in 1948, when all these armies came in, they just put up delusions to believe, make make the enemy believe that there were um, counter-enemies coming in. And what happened? They retreated. And Israel won the war just by looking like they were bigger than they actually were. And, And that's God sending them delusions. That's God sending delusions to make people believe that, you know, there was more army equipment and more personnel than there really was. So the scenario could be something to watch in the next 24 hours. It may happen. It may not. But what may happen, what may happen, it could happen on Rosh Hashanah, is a strike on Hezbollah in Syria, and they can go into Gaza, have a have a force going into fighting Lebanon, Hezbollah, and then have a force fighting uh, Syria, going into Syria. Of course, the United States is probably going to assist in that one, because even 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 Hillary Clinton said um, that uh, they were going to. Uh, they were going to uh probably have to do something about Assad's military, and um what can happen is a reaction from the Israel's immediate neighbors uh I'm gonna go ahead and take another break. uh, my son's upstairs doing a wild man, uh so I'll be right back. <laughs>
3: Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever.
0: Greetings, fellow Americans. This is David Robertson, inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces.
3: Now, come see the bigger picture, an American Warning Radio, with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty.
0: All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, All kidding aside, the the numbers are really starting to go up on that program, and I think... Once people realize that that's on, now, live, Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. Warning. American. Warning. Warning. America's habit forming. This habit habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Get more information at an AmericanWarning.com. That's (laughs) A-N-AmericanWarning.com. Bible lays out our future, and host Phil Armstrong examines what the scripture tells of his coming every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on the Prophecy Zone. What is the New World Order? The people who are talking about the New World Order, Bible
1: prophecy, may be in danger.
0: What do you need to be rapture ready?
1: I believe that the Bible interprets the Bible, and we have to stick with the Bible. How much time is left?
0: See more at TheProphecyZone.com and YouTube.com slash ProphecyZone. Hear more here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. Who
1: is the Antichrist? I believe the Antichrist will not be known until the tribulation
0: period starts. This is The Prophecy
4: Zone.
1: All right, uh, the European uh, economic community, which is the EU, um is on the brink of collapse but um some things that happen with the german courts allowing for the germans to go ahead and um assist other nations which uh, in a sense um still all adds to the debt bubble in uh the european economies now um uh, With that being said, we know that the derivative markets are um, highly sophisticated instruments that are basically pure bets, like if you were going to bet on a horse race with the odds tremendously in your favor if you got insider information. Now, some of these companies will go in, like Hewlett Packard, um, to hedge on their silicone chips, will go in and they would uh, broker, uh, with their broker, and they would buy with maybe about $50 million, maybe they can off-hedge off, off hedge maybe $300 uh, million worth of uh, derivatives. But that sounds not that sophisticated, right? But if you go in there with $500 million worth of derivatives, uh, you might come out looking pretty pretty. You might come out with a maybe a billion dollars worth of, uh, well, kickbacks and preps. Uh, So what would be is your gain would be a billion dollars. So it would be like one to ten, or even sometimes in some cases one to a hundred. So you go in, because when I traded commodities a couple of years ago, back in 2007, (coughs) I would control bushels of soybeans, uh, and I would put in maybe even gold. Let's use gold, for example. I would uh, trade gold, uh, we it, it, call gold bugs. I would control, I would control um, ounces of gold, and I would be in there in the gold market for pennies on the dollar. And I was making a you know good hundred, hundred dollars, you know to anywhere from hundred to a thousand dollars a trade. And there are some days where I had six hundred dollars. And if I was working at an average place, I wouldn't be making six hundred dollars uh, a day at all. So um, we know that the, the markets are not as healthy as the general media is telling you. The, the media wants to make you think that everything's coming back and everything's fine, good to go, and they're going to give you the information they want you to have. Um, martial law, we know that these organizations, these government organizations are um, purchasing bullets, uh, that far outnumber the population of uh, the United States. Uh, so for 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 every American citizen of all these organizations, everybody has ten bullets per American citizen. Now uh, we understand that China and Japan looks like they can be in a territorial battle. And we know that uh Taiwan is gonna be coming into acquaintance. Will America get involved? Yeah, America's gonna get involved. America's not gonna stay out of a war with Taiwan unless just um uh, unless the Obama administration decides to to stay out and let Taiwan get taken. but you know President Obama could have brokered a deal. you never know. Now we're living in a culture where the economy will crash uh in the whole world and a mark will be uh, voluntary at the first point. Uh I'm thinking a debit card maybe of some sort will be given out to every citizen and I think the mark of the you know, the mark at that time will be voluntary and then uh in the middle of the tribulation period in three and a half years, there are going to be a uh, coming force mark of the beast and if you take that mark you are going to hell Uh, i don't know any other nicer way to say it people say you got to be gentle you have to be gentle i think you have to see the overall picture yeah you have to be gentle with love yeah that's that's understanding if you listen to my past shows i probably i erased one of the shows i was too sarcastic on I didn't think it was enough love, but you have to tell people the truth. You know, you don't you don't want to beat around the bush. You want to tell people the truth because so the truth will what set them free. And if you if they want to be around here in the tribulation period, that's fine. That's something that um that's the decision that they make. I don't want to be here after after hearing some of the things that. uh uh, that's supposed to be happening in the tribulation period. That's that's a scary thing.
2: <clears throat>
1: I'm just hoping uh, that this is the Rosh Hashanah that Christ is coming back. I mean, I, I have a brother says, uh, please. Uh, he says, please only defend send him to answers. He says, please no speculations. If you know, if you know. The answer, please respond. But if you don't, please don't post a guess. It says, does anybody know when the last Trump is blown and in Yon Taror, When is the 100th blast or the last trumpet blown? That is what uh, we should be looking for. And, I, and yeah, that, that's that's true. That's what I was thinking. As soon, as somebody had punched in that uh, you know the, the moon has been sighted. Uh, the sliver of the moon. He says. Uh, he and then he goes on to talk about First Corinthians uh, fifteen fifty two, uh, and he says it, it will be it will it will it will be in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the la- at the final chauffeur for so the chauffeur shall b- sound and the dead will be raised to life forever, and we too will be changed. I don't know where what. What um, translation he he or transliteration he wrote he read that from, but it was it was it was decent. Um, so it says I've made tons of Facebook status about the rapture and need to be saved. Got a lot of expected monkery, mockery, mockery. Wow. Well, so that that's just a response to the last thread. So I'm sorry, I kind of got um, I almost forgot I was on radio for a second. I was just reading out loud, uh, and he says, uh, "Don't don't post unless you got the answer." And <laughs> nobody got; they just got comments. So that's kind of funny to me. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my group, the Prophecy Zone group, and see what 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 I've already uh, had on there. I know I got my radio show there, and then I got. Uh, Wars and rumors of wars update the recent mass deployment of UK and US um, forces in Arabia Gulf has been downplayed by the defense experts Sunday yeah it has been downplayed by the defense experts <laughs> what, what do you expect uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna tell you anything but anyway let me go ahead uh, and finish up this show And we're definitely going to be on uh, tomorrow. Uh, And, yeah, it is emergency broadcast because we are on the brink. Now, these things can die down, maybe, maybe, with a big maybe. (laughs) But the military buildup says it's not going to die down now. Um, Like we say, we are in Rosh Hashanah. We are in the Feast of Trumpets. And uh, Jesus says he will be coming at a day that we think not. So what does that mean? Uh could he could he, could could he is he talking to uh, Christians when he's saying that or is he talking to the Jewish people when he's saying that? Uh is he is he talking to uh Who is he talking to? Is he talking to the world, the whole world, Uh, when he says that I'm coming back at an hour that you think not? What does that mean? Could it possibly be Rosh Hashanah or whatever year it's going to be? Folks, if it doesn't happen this year, I'm I'm pretty convinced we're going to have to go another year. And if it doesn't happen next year, I'm convinced we're going to have to go another year. Rosh Hashanah is the day I'm convinced. If I, I always say I don't own the, the I don't own the patents on Bible prophecy, well, uh, I do believe that you don't have to listen to me. You can go study Leviticus 17. Go do a um, go do a post uh, a uh, a search for um, Rosh Hashanah. Go do a study on YouTube. Do a study on on Google's Google Google it, and do a study. See, order your book or two uh, about Rosh Hashanah because yeah, I Rosh Hashanah is the time that uh, Jesus was talking about to the disciples, says, no man knows the day and hour, not the father, but my son, uh, my, not the son, but my uh, father only, excuse me, I kind of butchered that one, right, um, so, who knows, who knows, I tell you who knows, the Jewish people, right after the rapture of the church, time and Jacob's trouble, two witnesses preached the gospel to the 144,000. They said, that was the rapture of the church. That was spoken. That was spoken by our Lord, Leviticus 23. These are my feasts. Jesus himself fulfilled Passover, Unleavened Bread, First Fruits, Pentecost, and now he has just fulfilled the Feast of Trumpets. He has fulfilled that feast. And if anybody comes up to you and say, well, he specifically said at the last trump. So even if the sighting of the moon was sighted, it's still at the last trump. It is not at the sighting of the moon. It is at the last trump. They will go out, still have a series of trumpet sounds and trumpet blasts. They still have 100 trumpet blasts. They will not conclude the festival because there was a new sighting. And then there's hearsay that there was a sighting anyway. And so how how do you know for sure? So if anybody out there and you got some information – then let me know if there was a moon. There was the, if the slither of the moon was sighted. That's no big deal. That's no. That's no big deal. Better to be anticipating the Lord's return and have a purifying hope, and, and, and get your ducks in order than to to just blow it off and be like the careless world and don't give a done if you're coming and going. Just make sure. Uh, you take care of me, I take care of me, and and don't care about nobody else. Oh, heck, yeah, I'm going to send, if I get another year, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to send many ministries I can. I'm not going to fall back for because Jesus just delayed his coming. Matter of fact, there's a parable on that the, he delayed his coming. But I think that's already happened. That could have been Rosh Hashanah. That could have been any... I mean, I'm, excuse me. That could have been Rosh Hashanah of last year and the year before that and the year before that. Heck, for, for all we know, two, the year 2000 could have been the time he, he was going to come back, but he delayed his coming for 12 years. Who knows? He says, I delayed my coming and then all of a sudden the uh, my servants begin to beat the other servants. Oh, you know... Jesus is coming back, but um, not now. So I've already been watching enough. So I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to beat this person. I'm going to gossip about this person, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look on point, a little point, A little point. ain't going to hurt. And then I'm going to do this and that and that and this. It's, it's dangerous, folks, to even let your guard down now. There's so much stuff going around that if if you take the if you take the wife home, she's gonna get sick and the baby's gonna die in the stomach. That's how bad it is now. I ain't making this up, folks. I can see about last year when we was looking at common element and all this stuff. I could see about last year, and I was saying, yeah, we probably got another year. But this year, I'm like, no, there's no way. And I could be still wrong. I mean, I'm just trying to uncut everything up there. There's the time is near, even if it's next year. Am I saying this? Nick? No, I'm saying this this year. I still think that the last Trump, sometime tomorrow, we could hear Trump blast. If I'm wrong, we can hear Trump blast next year. But man, it's just so much stuff going on. I don't, I just don't see it. I, I mean, I literally don't see how how uh, Syria, Israel is going to wait that long. I could, I, we got the answer when, when when Benjamin Netanyahu went on TV. We got the answer when he went on American television trying to get support. We got the answer when you got a military buildup just sitting there, thousands and thousands of armory. I can see it was just a hundred, couple hundred. I mean, thousands and thousands of ships and warships, and troops on ground, and 25 different countries, and we see uh, oh, we see slow-mo. Jesus is coming back in slow-mo, so he's coming back quickly, but he's coming back, and it's, it's like when you watch the TV, there's a scenario developing, very slowly, it's a scenario, it's developing, and and, and every five minutes, something's something changing, and there's some news coming, pretty soon, we're going reach a point where the Okay, we already we already been to a point a, a couple of years ago that we had to wait for a month for something, two or three months for something to come out. Now it's it, it, and then a little bit later it's like every you know once maybe once a month and then it, it got closer to, to like once a week and then now. It's getting closer. The, the beginning of this year, it'll be like once every few days. Now, it's once every hour. Pretty soon, it's going to be once every few minutes. And, and the, But the closer the contractions get, the quicker these things are coming out. So now... Every time I turn on the TV, or every time I go on Facebook and look at some brothers and sisters' posts, or every time I go on YouTube, or every time I go on the news programs like Drudge Report—I mean—and every time, even if I look at the public news—I mean, CNN and, and all these other wicked uh, watered-down news—even they can't control themselves now. You can't make this up. So for the for the for the wife to have to go back home for another year? You think Israel's is gonna wait that long for Syria? Even just by just Syria and Hezbollah by themselves. You think they're gonna wait that long? They're not gonna wait that long. So the answer is Benjamin Netanyahu getting on TV saying we can't we can they would possibly could no he didn't say possibly. He didn't say they might. He said they're gonna have a a bomb by the spring. So what is that telling you? If you follow the fall feast, it has to happen now. So if it doesn't happen now, then what we see is an optical illusion, and we better learn Bible prophecy very fast. The feast of the Lord, he says, these are my feasts. Not, not not, nobody else's, not Kefalo Dollars, not Benny Hens, these are my feasts. Eventually, you're going to hear a sound, and you're going to have to respond to it. You're going to know exactly what that sound is. I don't know if you're going to fall and just stop in the kitchen and look at it other, your husband and your wife just sit there and just stare at each other,
2: or if you take a bath, I
1: told my wife I did not want to be on the talk, I'm serious folks, this is the way you should hear it, it might not sound like this, it might even say it might even say your voice, it might even call the your name. Year it's gonna be. If you hang on for another three years, if it's 2016, or if it's in 24 hours from here, I mean, hang on. Um, I'm thinking it's real quick. Uh, and uh, I, I, every like tonight, I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna get grab my my wife, and then grab my um, my kids, at least whoever wants to listen. And we can pray. Uh, if I if you, I suggest that you gab whoever wants to listen. Because that's the only people who are going to leave. Because they can stand right in front of you. You force them. You have a 9-year-old, 10-year-old, you know, 17-year-old. And you say, everybody pray. If it's not sincere, God's going to know it. And they're going to be sitting here. you go to school. And a rapture is going to happen when they're at school. And they're going to be just like, why? What, what happened? And they're gonna be just as confused. They're gonna be like, man, and it's not gonna be like peaches and cream. It's not gonna be like 1970s, or when, you know, when the gas prices were bad and, and 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 people were being laid off and stuff like that. Or it's not even gonna be like the recent times. It's gonna be a lot worse. Even the first half of the tribulation period is gonna be um, scuffing and scuffing. You don't own the patents so on scuffling. It's scuffling. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be scuffling. People are gonna be hired to find food. You ain't gonna have no food. Where you gonna find food for? Half of it's gonna be poison and half of it's gonna be the, the truck drivers can't get to get you the food. I mean, what what about contagion? We seen the movie contagion, how bad is that how how bad can that get? You talking about the first three and a half years of the tribulation period, folks. So you got your family, you got your earthquakes. What about earthquake ridden city? Man, you know this world- you know this world? Uh when I first when I even first moved into this house, earthquakes were not being cited as much. I mean there was a lot of earthquakes, but not and then okay, so I moved into this house in two thousand seven. So I came actually two thousand yeah, two thousand April two thousand seven. And I started Bible prophecy back in a little bit later, two thousand eight. So there were earthquakes, you know. They even had programs to see earthquakes. But as time gradually went on, 2009, 2010, you, you can see the, you can see the increase. You can see the big increase. And um, hold on for a second. You can see I know, it's kind of neat that my wife can message me from. Uh, hold on, I just see my wife saying. Yeah, you got it. When your wife tells you contact you, you kind of stop. When everybody else kind of, you kind of override it. But um, she says my show the cut is cutting out. I don't know if it's just a bad hookup or a bad connection. But she's upstairs, and it's kind of neat how this thing can how we can just send messages. That's a good though, because if she needs to get in contact with me, she just messages me through space, Facebook. Uh, Wow, I think I invented electricity to, to, today. But uh. Anyway, um, so what's so what's 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 so awesome about Feast of Feast of Trumpets and Rosh Hashanah? Because I share a common niche with you guys. Out there, because I enjoy knowing that other brothers and sisters are looking at the same thing. What really gets me sad, especially last year, is when it didn't happen, and it was mostly because of you, for you guys. And rather, I was sad because of you guys more than I was sad because of me. But I noticed a common niche in all of us this this time is you got your you got your you got some high power pastors uh, who believe Jesus Christ is coming back. I mean, and it can be any minute now. You got you guys. Got some awesome sisters and brothers on Facebook and YouTube thinking it can be any day now. Last year wasn't like this. So Jesus said we are knowing He said we are knowing He's at the door. What does that mean? If your uncle if your uncle's on his way to the house and uh, it's Thanksgiving and he's coming and he's he's okay. I just got I'm I'm on the highway. I'm almost there. He's not. Is he here? Is he at the house yet? No. Even if he's at the city, even your city, because if there's traffic, I mean, no, he's not. He's not at the house yet. But when he gets to the house and he goes to the driveway and, and and you know, Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe and Aunt Betty get out the car and they knock on the door. They're here. He says, "You know, when I'm at the door." So for those who are watching, he is at. If he's at the door, he's here. So people say, well no one knows then out. But it gives you a good gauge that maybe there's a specific time. So why is that? Because the feast of the Lord, he fulfilled the first four feasts in the spring, and the next three feasts he will fulfill, and one feast will enter the holy the Holy Spirit will exit. It'd be, of course, it be poured out upon all flesh li- immediately after the, it, 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 it. Whatever form that the Holy Spirit was doing in the Old Testament, it will return that way again. But see, uh, sin was being neutralized through the Holy Spirit, so now sin will reach its point. It says, "When the climax of sin reaches its point, a king shall arise having uh, fierce features." So the the the, the Antichrist. Um, the movement of the Antichrist, the spirit of the Antichrist, wants to remove the schism of the Christian religion from off the shackles of humanity. Because remember, the cords in the Psalms, the, the book where it talks about the cords, we want to remove their cords from among us. they talk talking about Israel cords, but that's how they feel about the church the cords. Now, you got a little bit of Israel, and you're talking about some cords is upon you. Well, I mean, what, what's your course? What do you want to do? You love Israel being around because you like talking about. You can't stand Israel, so you got to take your hobby out because that's your hobby. That's your that's your common your common your common ground is your hatred for Israel. That's just your common ground. Your common ground is is your hatred for Christianity. That's your common ground. That's the world's common ground, believe it or not. God, Jesus. Poking fun of Jesus Christ, like cartoon characters. Um, you got these South South Hill cartoon, whatever the heck that cartoons call, making fun of Jesus. I mean, you got these people who make these cartoons, and they just have no idea they're gonna have to stand in front of the Great White Throne Judgment, and Jesus is gonna crush them to powder. And at that time, got the Father sitting on the throne So, "Ooh, woe to them! That's what you need. Woe to those who make a cartoon and make fun of Christianity." Whoa. Jesus always used woe, And when he says that, you better move out the way. Whoa. We should just have a woe show. Because you'll be on here for 24 hours straight. People think that you. Look, people think that Christians are negative. No, if I tell you to stop smoking, you're negative. And then, ten years later, this is him ten years this is when i this is him, you know a picture you have a picture, this is him when I told him to stop smoking, and this is now, and he's little and you know he has a hole in his throat and talking out of a respirator you know that's that's you gotta listen. As I was telling my kids last night, I mean, you guys think you're the smartest people on planet earth. You say, well, why are you griping out on your kids? Look, folks, I ain't going to sit up here and tell y'all, you know, my my house is, or you can't get your house in order. Why are you talking? Because my kids got their own mind. As long as you think, you're sitting up here thinking that this generation is still nice and sweet
4: and, and, oh, David had bad kids.
1: Nah, I ain't talking about all my kids are bad. I'm just saying some of these kids, man, they get, you know, they get their moments. You get the oldest one, they get his moments. That, that the youngest one is like, wow, dude, do me and your mama do stuff like that? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm not gonna sit up here and tell y'all. I, I, don't, I mean, I, I need to be the salt and light. Well, what else do you want me to say? Shame on you. No shame on you. Once you start thinking that people are not individuals and make their own decisions, you can't control nobody. That's not Christianity. I don't want to control you. God didn't make robots. I don't fuss at my wife. I don't beat her up. You know, we have arguments sometimes, but we don't. We don't have that relationship where our kids. We don't. I don't lie to everybody I talk to on the phone. I mean, it's generation gone. That's why I call it generation phoenix. Cause they think they lift them off the ground. They think they know everything, but they know nothing. Somebody gonna set their sales in a couple of yeah. We need to pay for these for these people. Make 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 sure they understand. But man, you get to a point where they your their friends are more important than what you gotta say. My boyfriend, my boyfriend said. My girl, my friend said. My 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 friend wants to. You know, I don't want to hear about your friend. Especially the, you know, if you if you if you decide that that you wanna you say, Okay, I'm a Christian. No, you're not. You better be hot. Are you hot? That's what I tell everybody out there in the audience, I say if you're not hot, you're not a Christian. They say, Well, what about the newcomers? What do you tell them? Well the newcomers are hot. All the converts that I've known in in, in, in Hawaii and and in, in, uh Oklahoma, they were hot. They just couldn't wait to go to a meeting and they couldn't wait. They want to talk about the Bible. They want to do this. They want to do, and they fellowship and they want to, you know, they, I mean, if you, if you're lukewarm, it's going to show. Lukewarm Christians. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to say that I'm got it together. You just heard me say, man, I got to pray for my kids. I don't want my kids to be left behind. Blessed is the person whose kids are actually walking with the Lord. Because I used to go to church and I used to see families where the kids were saved. And I was just like, wow, man, now I'm like envious. So what did you do? What Did you like guide your kids? Look, I'm going to tell you right now. I made, I mean, I'm, ser- I'm serious. I made some <clears throat> drastic mistakes. I didn't I didn't grab my kids by the hand and and, and, and preach to them and, and bring them in front of the Bible as a family unit. No. That was my mistake. Well, do I wish I would've? Yeah, I wish I would've more often. I wish we would have went to church and then I explained what the pastor meant a long time ago. But see when I first got married, I wasn't saved. I was still drinking. So devices still crept up. Things still happen. were well, to a point where, yeah, even the ones who make sense, they don't listen. I told my kids back in 2008. I said, the the I said the economy is going to start getting bad, and and here's some signs that Christ will be coming attending. I mean, coming back pretty soon. And I and I and just recently, I told my kids some stuff, and I know they go to school and talk about it, 'cause I was telling people about stuff that's going to happen, about my kids, about what's going to happen and 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 you know we'll sit down and i talk talk to them about how to be saved and 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 um and and if if you if you don't have Jesus, you're not gonna make it to heaven and sometimes you know people kind of take it seriously, just like grown ups sometimes you take it seriously, but a lot of times we just let it drop and we say, well, I'll deal with it when it when the time comes." We'll deal with it when the time comes. So, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to end up going off about 15 minutes. So, we got about 15 minutes left. So, uh, I love hearing these trumpet sounds, but uh, I'll play them. In the, I, I just love the trumpet sounds, so I'm going to play it again.
2: 6.23
4: said. For the wages of sin is death, but the gifts of God is eternal life, and Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prophet Jesus on Box Talk Radio. October 30th,
3: 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the perfect storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at JohnMcTurnan.name.
1: by my name, will, uh, will uh, get on their knees and pray and seek, seek my faith, then uh, I will forgive them. Uh, paraphrase of mine. But I want to keep it paraphrased because uh, I'm telling you now, there's going to come a time where uh, God ain't going to take no more stuff. And when people say, God bless America, and then they go off and they don't bless Israel. Uh, as, a, as a as a government as our government officials or our main government official which is the president of the United States who does not honor uh Israel like the past presidents, uh eventually he's going to drop the hammer. And see, he says behold, when I begin when I when I begin to come back, he says behold in Revelation, <clears throat> he says I have come quickly. And between of lines is an understatement. That's fast. I mean, that's super fast. Um, so, the opening of the gates, which is Rosh Hashanah, will be uh, saying that Jesus will be coming at the door. Uh, Jesus will be coming and he will be coming at the door. So, we will know when he's at the door. Um, that means instantly, that means he can be coming back at any, it, it takes a couple of seconds to walk through doors. Um, so, if this is the year, we still don't know if this is the year, if if this is a big if, but if this is the year, actually it's a little if, if this is the year, uh, the year you're going to see, the church may not see anything. What if at the last Trump. Jesus comes, and then all the wars and things take place.
2: Is that something to think about? What if at the very last trumpet,
1: Jesus takes his church out, and then all heck breaks loose? Or what if we do get a warning and Matthew's twenty-five with the ten versions come into play. Can you convince your? Can you convince? Can you convince your family who is backslidden or your friends, or your coworkers? Can you convince them beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Syrian war, or the uh, Psalms eighty-three war with Israel's bordering nations? Can you convince them and keep in mind the rapture's in any 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 second after that war starts? Can you convince them that this is it? Without stepping on your own toes and without you being afraid that this might not be it either. Now remember the ten versions. What happened with the ten versions? He says Go find your own it says, can we have some of your oil? It says no, go find your own oil because we don't we don't have enough and let me see could this be the translation The translation is okay if i tell if I start trying to explain to you what's happening, then I won't be able to seek the Lord myself. And I need to just stay in, stay in fellowship with the Lord and even with godly people, because if I continue to try to con- con- confirm to you what's going on and and woo your pains, you might even be to a position where you are still your worldly and your worldly attitude says, save me for now, but when I'm done, let me go back to partying. So if you started explaining to somebody you need to explain in in, in the spirit of prayer and the spirit of the holy spirit and then and then and, and and then say okay go pray go go pray and if it's not a legit prayer they go in their room shut the door they go down to the park and you know I want to be by myself and pray then if, if it's not legit they're going to be left behind so the 10 versions is just that prototype picture of of someone saying, "Okay, I'm gonna take a risk, and I'm gonna say, go and read this verse, this verse, and this verse, and then come, and we can come back and pray together. And then by the time they come back to pray, then the the, the five wise versions went into the door and shut, got the door shut. That's the danger of the common elements, and, and that's the danger of, of a false, uh, false conversion because you're scared. Now remember, the Bible says that the the fearful would not enter the kingdom of God. So if you're scared, then it, it might produce a phony repentance. If you just don't want to be down here and you heard some stories from your friends, your superhero friends, your godlike like friends, and, and, and the friends that you value so much over your parents and value so much over the people that really have some sense your parents ain't stupid. You find out at 25 years old, your parents is kind of smart. You find out at 35 years old, they real smart. So your your parents ain't stupid. We don't they don't make stupid parents no more. They never do because if you if you if you're saying if you're a parent you're not going to be stupid now if you just one of them lone john silvers want to be your 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 daughter's best friend or your son's best friend and then let them go what they want do what they want to do see me me and my wife we, we we're not gonna let nobody sit up come up in here and steal and dog us you say well you once again you're a christian why are you having this stuff happen because this is the last days there's a big difference between my nephew and my son now there's a big difference my my nephew is like in twenty 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 three years old my nephews, and they're pretty decent kids now could could kids turn out bad just to be turning out bad? Yeah, they turn out bad, and the the preachers kids a lot of preachers' kids is bad they ain't gonna get out the pool pit for some kids. Now, we need to jack our kids up. We need to pray for our kids. We need to engage our kids. We need to we need to sit them down. Don't 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 wait until your kid turns 11, 12, 13 before you decide you want to preach to them. You need to grab them when they're really young. Now I'm stepping on my own foot now. We need to grab them when they're really young and and start teaching them about Jesus. 4-year-old and my 2-year-old. I'm that's what I'm going to do. Teach them about Jesus. You know, that's all you can do, folks. I got four minutes left, Um, so I just want to say that look up, keep looking up. Uh, We might hear the trumpet soon. Uh, I'm hoping we hear the trumpet soon. I'm praying that we hear the trumpet soon. Uh, There's something that I want, you know, I want to see Jesus. I want to see you guys up there. Um, That's why I put my face out there, because a little bit, at least a little bit, so people can see what I look like. And it's, oh, you feel. Okay, yeah, I listen to your show sometime. How you doing? Oh, uh, how you doing? Oh, you Betty. Okay, yeah, I saw some of your posts. Yeah, I love love your posts. They're really uplifting. And you have something to talk about. We all going to have something to talk about in heaven, though. And that's always going to be something to talk about. But I, I love doing the Lord's work. Look, if I was doing this show every day, I would probably have really, really high numbers. But it's not about the numbers. It's about it's about just reaching other people, reaching a loss. Okay. Um my time is up here. Uh my wife's gotta go to work and and I gotta go up here and do a couple of things on the computer. But I will be back on tomorrow, definitely, in the morning time, probably really, really early in the morning time, just to let you know now. I ain't gonna be able to come on. I do got a another account, so Uh, If something really happens tonight sometime, I will be back on with that other account. And it's like it's only going to be 30 minutes. But, hey, I'll be happy to do 30 minutes. Okay. Actually, I got two accounts, I think. If not, I'll make me account real quick and come on. Um, But God bless everybody out there. And uh, y'all have a wonderful night. Or day. (laughs) y'all. Be sure to check us out tomorrow sometime. Uh,
2: we don't know. Uh, but uh, God bless y'all. you have a wonderful day.